Hello and welcome back. This is episode 47 of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense. This week we have on Brompton and Blake from a band you may very well know, Action Adventure. These guys just signed to Pure Noise. Congratulations, guys. Uh, That's so sick. And that was actually something we didn't get to talk to on the podcast because it was right around the time that they were getting ready to announce it and to announce a a new single and music video too, uh, which is actually just out right now. It's called Poser. Go check that out. We're actually going to have it play at the end of the episode. But uh, again, congratulations, guys, uh, in Action Adventure. That's amazing and to a very uh, deserving band for sure. And so um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself with this intro. We do talk through a lot in this episode, so I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you guys uh, listening. Thank you again for joining. Um, If it's your first time, thank you for coming on. And if you are a uh, returning listener, I really appreciate you coming back. I think you're going to love this episode. Um, So... Before we get into the actual interview, I just wanted to say that our band of the week is Oakrest, and their song, the song of the week, is Nothing Serious. Uh, This is a song I've been listening to for quite some time, I think probably since the summer. Uh, I think the song dropped sometime in maybe September, but yeah, really caught my eye, and uh, these guys are good dudes. I I know we're not, uh, you know, directly in contact with them all the time but if you're listening um you guys fucking rule and so uh here's nothing serious by oakrest and then we're gonna hop right into the interview with action adventure enjoy the episode and we'll see you in two weeks I guess just to start off, I'd like to have you guys, you know, introduce yourselves so people can assign, a, you know, a, a name to the voice and all that. So uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm Brownton. Uh, this is Blake from Action Adventure. And uh, roles in relationship to the band. Let's hear it. I already know that. I just want people to know. <laughs> For sure. Uh, I play guitar and I do some vocals. Yep, and I do vocals. Awesome. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. I know you guys have been making waves in the scene recently. I don't like using the word scene. I just like, you know, in general, just <laughs> in nationally, internationally, you guys have been doing awesome. So it was super exciting that uh, when Nina reached out and said, hey, I, I represent a few artists. And I was like, OK, yeah, send them on over. She's like, action and adventure. I was like. That is awesome. I, I would love to have the guys on. So, uh, it's awesome. a, yeah, it's a privilege to have you guys on. And um, Brompton, when I was looking through, I was like, holy shit, you're in like a million bands that I've listened to before. So, like, that's really exciting uh, to hear, too. So, uh, you know, hoping we can get to that a little bit. But for 
the purpose of the interview, um, I know you guys have some exciting news coming up. What on March twelfth? Is that still the date? No, it's. I think it's it's later on. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that. So this episode should be coming out. I think sometime mid April or late April. Okay, so it would be April seventh. Oh yeah, we're more than good on that. Okay. I can cut it out too. <laughs> awesome. You, you I said that. It. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Originally, <laughs> you're right. It was supposed to be this Friday, but, it, you know, COVID and stuff, everything gets pushed around and pushed yeah. back. So, yeah. Nice. So, uh, I, I guess, are you guys able to delve into it at all? I mean, it's. It, it's, it's, it's weird not having Nina here to hold our hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could like call Nina and be like, "Yo, can we talk about this?" Yeah, slap you on the wrist. <laughs> yeah, um, that's funny. Let's here. Why don't we move past that? She will respond to this text real fast. Um, <laughs> if we go past it, we can come back to it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, guys, I just wanted to do, I, I guess, a little bit, you know, getting to know you, and then, um, you know, going into sort of, uh, I guess, you know. When music was up and running fully, I would really like to know, you know, kind of what position you guys were in recently. But um, let's start off with, you know, how you guys have recently, you know, made waves in, um, you know, in the music industry. I think uh, what it started off kind of on on TikTok and you guys, you know, had a, a pretty compelling message about race and music. And, you know, could you just delve into that a little bit further? Yeah, so uh, we released our music video and our song barricades of October, 2020. And, um, that pretty much like kind of kickstarted this, you know, whole new wave of exposure from like all these different fans. And, um, it was crazy. Like we always talk about it, like we, going into the song, you know, we treated it as an elevator pitch, you know, we're like, let's make it short, quick to the point. Also tell a compelling message to like you know fit and social but the plan to put it on tiktok was a last minute thing which was insane yeah. <laughs> Ron brown we can talk about that uh yeah it was like literally i was talking to one of our, our buddies a photographer friend of ours uh kodak chris and uh they were like yo you should you should totally put this video on tiktok and i was like nah it's tiktok is just you know it's it's a bunch of kids dancing and yeah. you know I, I mean i had never seen it i've never really been on tiktok at that point and he was like, no, I think it would do numbers, man. Like, you should put it on TikTok. I was like, eh, we'll see. Then I was, like, just kind of sitting around later on that day. And I was like, you know what, fine, whatever. It's cool. Um, so put it on, put it up on TikTok. Didn't tell the rest of the band. I just kind of created the TikTok. <laughs> put, it, <laughs> put it up. And then, like, I don't know, like, four four hours later, five hours later, my, my girlfriend was like, oh, you put the song up on TikTok. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, you should really look at this right now. And, <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, there's, there's like, there's like 38,000 views on this video right now. That's and I was, like, I was like, what? So, of course, I like fumbling to like figure out how to get back into this app and everything. Like I open it, I check it. And just in like that five minute span, we were already like over 45,000. Wow. Um, so it was like aggressively climbing at that point. Um, by the time I was able to text, like, like text the group chat, um, I feel like we were at like seventy something thousand by the time everybody had seen it. 
which was probably about 30, 35 minutes later. Um, the next morning I woke up, we were at like 225,000. The day after that, we were at like 380 something. And then it just like over the next couple of weeks, it was just a climb to a million. And it was, that, it was wow. absolutely nuts. That's amazing. You guys hit a million. Holy shit. And I mean, the numbers, I think, pretty healthily translated into uh, Spotify streams for that. What? It's at over 200K streams on it? Yeah, I think it's at like 215. That's something right now. Yeah, that's nuts. awesome. And it's and nuts. nuts. Like going into it, we were like, you know, because we've been in a band for a while now, and we were like, yeah, it'll be cool if we can get like, you know, 2,000 views the first week. You know what I mean? We had pretty, yeah. like. Yeah. You know, you know, just a two thousand, five thousand. So to reach what we've reached was was really blew our mind. It was insane. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. And a band like yourselves too, I feel like COVID has done a great disservice to you know bands like yours, where you guys have been out. You know, you've been at it for a few years now. What it's been has it been four years or so since your first release? Uh, this is actually it'll be six. Wow. Yeah. Six years, wow. Six years in, in May or late April or May. Wow, dude. You know, oh, I can't talk about that. Uh, yeah, six, six years in May. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. That's Nuts. amazing, man. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, obviously, like where you guys were. Just at least from what I'm obviously I don't know you guys personally, but, you know, from what I was able to see on social media and just, you know, listening wise was that you guys had a great trajectory at that point, too, already. And then just fucking covid hits and kind of, you know, pulls the rug out from under you. But um, it's it's great to see. And I, I think it's a really like heartwarming story to see bands like yourselves where you're like, you know, let's take the risk let's release some music during the pandemic we're not able to tour on it we're not able to do a whole lot really beyond you know having a social media presence and then having that just like skyrocket you you know to proportions that like you probably you know couldn't have imagined like being in the middle of like a horrible health crisis and getting to the point where you guys are right now absolutely like we definitely this is not how i expected it to happen at all <laughs> i mean i'm i'm eternally grateful um, but yeah, I had no, no idea that this is how it's going to go down at all. Super, super strange. Very, uh, it's a very weird feeling. It's almost cruel. Cause we, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's we my yeah. favorite way to describe it. It's, it's like, we're super grateful, but at the same time, it's so rude. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we well, can't do anything right now. We're just yeah. all stuck in our houses, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to get a, a bit of a pulse on what your lives were like before the pandemic, sort of the, you know, more of the happy stories that we, everybody likes to hear. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, any sort of touring experience, whether it even be like weekenders or um, just some of your favorite spots to tour. And then I want to go into what's like the weirdest place you've ever played a show. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, it is a sweet question. Um, I will say, just like, and this is still like in a positive light, but like before COVID hit, we actually went on a weekend run, like as it all unfolded, like a week before everything shut down. <laughs> so that was like a surreal experience. Like we hit, was it like Ohio, Wisconsin, and like Indiana? 
I believe. Yeah. And like yeah. during that time, like we were getting texts on our phones and like news headlines talking about COVID and how things were shutting down. So it was like a really weird, eerie thing to experience like in a tour van. And um, it was, yeah, it was nuts. Pretty much the day we got back, everything shut down. So we we really hold that weekend tour close to our hearts, man. Yeah, we played um, we played our last show on March 16th, I think. And everything shut down on Monday, March 17th, for us at least. And uh, so we literally, like, right under the wire. They had already announced it, and they were like, yeah, after today, nothing else can yeah. happen. We were like, oh, no way. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was literally, like, right under the wire. That's crazy. I, I was actually – so we were on the East Coast, so we got hit, like, pretty hard, I think – it was late February. I think things started to get weird because I, I work in New York City. So normally, so um, like things got weird with that. And we we're like, when's our work going to say like we can work from home? Like this is getting unsafe. So that happened early March. And then um, we were all like, all right, things are still a little bit uncertain, um, you know, outside of like the city. So I was, I was supposed to go see the Dropkick Murphys in Boston. It was actually around this time of year. I think on the 14th or whatever that year, because uh, there's St. Paddy's Day tour, and I'm, I'm a big Murphy's fan. And um, so I was in Rhode Island. We were actually in the recording studio, and just everything just got shut down. The Murphy show got shut down. I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate this. And then they're like, three weeks. Three weeks, you know, flat the curve. I'm like, all right, I can live with that. That's fine. They'll reschedule it for the summer, right? Nope. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Here later. Yeah, yeah man. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy. That reminds me of a story. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Stage Moms, but my uh, my friend Gage. Just yeah, Gage. Rick Island Gage. Oh, we love uh, Thunderbirds was like a gnarly spot for us. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, that's Richard awesome, Monet. Man. Richard Monet. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny because uh, when I was interviewing him um, and I had to drop the episode, I was like, hold up. Your Instagram name's entirely different from your like real name first of all which one's your real name and second of all which one do you want on the podcast (laughs) but yeah he was saying they were in texas uh and that was when everything shut down and so that he was like how do i get home like (laughs) is this safe to fly is it safe to drive like what are we doing that's nuts that's crazy yeah like being that far from home would just be i don't know that's that's just a scary thought but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so it sounded like you guys had a pretty, pretty decent run before everything got shut down, and I'm, I'm, it's it's a real bummer to hear that. You know, all of that just kind of came to a head uh, as it had to. But um, so let's hear your oddest uh, either show or touring experiences. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I can talk about, well, we loved Thunderbirds, first of all. And I feel like yeah, that, was a great one. that was such a unique one for us because, like, we got there really early and kind of just hung out in that town. And turns out they were having, like, their Christmas parade that day. No but way. You, but mind you, it was, like, the beginning of November. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and it was nuts. West Virginia, man. Mountsville, West Virginia. Yeah, and it was nuts because it was, like, we were, like, you just felt like we were so involved in this community because there was like high school floats and like people like parading and stuff. And you felt like a local in this small town. It was, it was super sick. Everybody was like really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was like this really good pizza place across the street from Thunderbirds that we got food at. 
but then we got stuck on the other side of the street because the parade was going down the street, so we couldn't even cross <laughs> back over. Yeah. So that was like that was crazy. It was it was a great experience though. It was it was very strange, but yeah. it was also it was yeah. also great. it was it was lovely because like it took us off guard. I remember we were there early. We're like, why are all these chairs like on the sidewalk? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's, what's going on today? And it happened. But yeah, I think that was like such a cool experience. Is like when you can like feel like a local in a place like that. Mm-hmm. You're just like, wow, what a cool experience. <laughs> you said it was uh, Mountainsville, West Virginia. Ma- Mountainsville, like M O. Mountainville. Yeah, Mountainsville. Okay. Super wow. strange. Yeah, what a magical cool. place. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favorite venues to play, like not at home, it's probably the the dome. But the dome is home, so Hoosier Dome in uh, in Indianapolis is great. I love. Oh, like the, at on their uh, on their campus? No, it's like it's like a small venue. It's like a hundred cap room or something like that. And oh, okay. it's just it's just like in Indianapolis. It's like a small independent venue. It's great. We played there a handful of times, and uh, I don't know. I, I love it. Well, now I guess paint the picture for me. What's it look like inside? Oh. Like uh, <laughs> you got you know? Do you have your like cigarette smoking bartenders? Like what's up? What's what makes it a special place? <laughs> so there's, there's, like, there's like no there's no bar. There's no anything. It's literally just a room with a stage. And it's nice. and like it's it's like cramped, it's hectic, it's like um, there's not really much room to put your gear. So <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it, you know, it's it's uh, it's very charming in its own way, in its like own like super small intimate way, and I think that's why I like it so much because it's like. It's punk, man. Yeah, it's just super yeah. like DIY, but it's not technically a DIY spot. Like mm-hmm. a lot of like, you know, our level national tours go through there. Uh, really? I mean, I saw I saw Foyer Strong play there before. Really? Yeah, I saw them play um, like Rise or Die Trying. Like I went there oh. for the tenure. Well, I saw oh, them here too. Man. I saw them here too, but I was like, I'm not going to miss them playing to me and, and 99 other people. That's yeah. insane. So I went there too. <laughs> I feel like they, they live for that stuff. Like, obviously they're huge and, you know, they, they are just, you know, a, originally a small band out of like Worcester, Mass. And um, I feel like maybe there's something about them being able to have sort of an intimate crowd that, you know, just makes it feel like normal again for them because they don't seem like guys with like big egos or whatnot but you'll see them play like an acoustic show to like 25 people or whatever it's it's crazy it's awesome to see oh yeah the, goats. the dome is some out. of our some of our friends uh played with four years strong actually at, at one of their acoustic shows i think it was probably somewhere in mass or whatever but they were like yeah it was just as if somebody had just put a bunch of bar stools down and you know, just plugged in like a PA, like that was it. That's awesome. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, like that's that's just insane, man. You get to hang out with Four Years Strong and stuff. Like, I mean, could it get any better? Right. That's the dream, man. That's the dream right there. For sure, man. Wow. So, what's the what's like the farthest you guys have uh, you know traveled on a uh, music basis? Was it was it slump slump fest? Yeah, I think it's like South Carolina or North Carolina. 
Swamp the, it's the Carolinas. I think it's North Carolina is where it was. It changed venues a couple times, but yeah, I think it's always in North Carolina. That's yeah, the furthest we went out. Yeah. Wow. Where where in uh, North Carolina? Or you said North Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one year it was in Asheville, and then the other year I think it was in Greensboro. Yeah, that sounds right. Checking the poster. Yeah, yeah, it's the poster. Oh, you got a poster. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was in Green. It was in Greensboro. Yeah. Asheville is a cool little groovy city too, but yeah, I know Greensboro. That's probably not too far away, right? I think I've I've yeah. either driven by it past. I, I went to North Carolina like once, and <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is nice." Like I, I'm from New York, so I went in the I went in the spring, and I was like, "It's warm down here. I like this place." Yeah. That was it. That was it. That was all I, I based my judgment on. It was well, there wasn't much uh, you know thought to it. <laughs> For sure, it's got some good views, man. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's great. And so now you guys are, you're based out of Chicago now, right? Yep. Or around? Okay. Because I know you mentioned also uh, Indianapolis as well. Um, so, yeah, I guess one, whereabouts in Chicago are you guys, uh, you know, the Burbs? Uh, I'm slowly learning the map of Chicago because we've, uh, we've gotten the chance to interview a few bands from the area. Like when the sun sets, I think you guys might know of them. Yep. Those guys, oh, yeah. are they're the dudes. They're awesome. So, yeah, like, whereabouts in Chicago and, uh, you know, is there a music scene there? So, all, all of us live in the city proper. Like, we're, oh, all, wow, we're all, like, actually in Chicago. Um, we're just kind of all scattered around the north side. Um, I'm, I'm, like, super far north in Rogers Park. Blake is in Wrigleyville. We're all, like, kind of just... Spread yeah. out, but I mean, realistically, none of us are more than like twenty minutes away from each other. Which oh, is... that's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's a great question though, because that's like the classic Chicago joke, where it's like, "Is your band really from Chicago?" Or are you guys? Oh from... yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's always been like a yeah. running joke, so it's like funny to you for you to ask that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like different because like it where I, you know I I kind of am right now is like if you're from you know if you say your band's from New York City, it's like there's not really a great way to kind of fake that right. because like it's, it's a land lot or it's a, you know, it's an Island basically. So right. yeah. So like people will be like, they call out the neighborhoods there, um, you know, or, or the, or the borough at least. And um, you know, so, but the thing is, it's funny that you say it's like 20 minutes to get to that part of that part. It takes so fucking long in New York to get <laughs> anywhere. And people feel like, Oh my God, I love it here. I'm like, no man. From my job to fucking like two miles away to where my other band practices down in the city, it takes me like a half an hour. Like, Oof. where does that make sense? No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's funny because if you were like on a highway with nobody there, like it would literally take you, if it's two miles, probably take yeah. you like a minute and a half. I could fall asleep at the wheel and still get there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, things don't work out that way. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool though. It's it. It's nice. So where do you guys all, I guess, end up, you know, being able to meet or how, I guess that's another question too. How did you guys all meet? Was it in Chicago or did you guys just kind of gravitate towards each other? This is Blake's uh, favorite question. It's it's because we, it's a good story. We've, we've told it so many times. The story is good. I'd love to hear it then. All Go right. So uh, me, uh, Adrian, our drummer and Oren, our other guitarist, uh, we've all been playing bands together since we were... <sighs> like 15 or 16 so it's been it's been like 
six, 15, 16 years that we've been playing music together. And um, so we were just kind of, it's like 2014, and we're just jamming. Um, we, through mutual friends, meet our bassist, Manny. And uh, we're like, oh, man, Manny, you're pretty good at bass. You want to, like, jam? Whatever. <laughs> so Manny, you know, decides to join. We got we get the project going. We still don't have a name. We're uh, we're just jamming and stuff. At that point in time, I'm singing and playing guitar. I decide I don't really want to do that full time. Adrian's like, okay, cool. Let's look for a singer. So Adrian has the bright idea. He's like, I'm going to look on Craigslist. So Adrian yeah. puts up a Craigslist posting, and he literally all it says is twenty somethings looking for singer. That's it. <laughs> it's the oh, yeah. one of the best titles I've ever seen in my life. So, and you're like, what could go wrong? <laughs> right. Well, it's funny because, like, from your earlier question, I was from the Burbs. I was living at the Burbs at the time at home, and um, I was in and out of bands, you know, throughout the state and like all my life. And uh, at that point, I was like out of music for like maybe a year or something. And I was like, man, I really miss playing music. I guess I'll go to Craigslist and see what's on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the ad. Like I said, we've all we've all been there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the ad, like I said, twenty somethings looking for a singer. I think he had like one sentence description and like a SoundCloud link or something. So I was like, sure, let's let's give it a whirl. So I remember like I sent Adrian like I had like a resume, right? I was like, oh, here's all the bands I've been in. Here's like you know some tracks from my old band. You know, here's just some of the stuff I've done, man. Like here's you know, let me know what you think. Then Adrian just responds, tight. You know, it's like one word, like dope. I'm like, oh, oh sick, dude. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, yeah, you practice out in Skokie. So, you know, which was 45 minutes away from me. But I was like, let's give it a whirl. I, you know, I, I miss playing music and I show up and these dudes end up being the coolest dudes I've ever. They're like my best friends now. They had like Super Smash Bros there. You know, it just clicked right oh, away. Wow. And the best part is when you can start referencing obscure bands and you're like, what? You know them too? So, yeah. It's pretty awesome to meet these dudes, you know, like in my twenties, and that never happens. It's like rare, you know what I mean? And Craigslist of all places. So I know we are a Craigslist success story. <laughs> it's it's funny because we actually like we we did go over what you sent us like in depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we listened to everything. We checked right. out. And we're like, yeah, this is cool. This is this is great. Adrian respond to him. And and then we didn't know what the response was. Right. Like, they told right. us. And yeah. we're just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, how did this even work? <laughs> it should not have worked at all. I, I need some notes from him because we're currently looking for a drummer too. And uh, you know, our 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 where we live right now is it's not, you know, it's very rural and we're not very stacked up with musicians. So I'm like trying to crack like the Craigslist code. I'm like trying to put an ad up every few months or whatever. And uh but there's some weird fucking people on there. Let me tell you. Yeah, we went through some strange. Uh, we had some strange auditions before Blake. Were there any like ones that stick out in your mind? <laughs> ones that like keep you up at night. <laughs> I don't know about keep me up at night, but there was this. Uh, there was this one dude who like showed up at the time we were practicing at Orin's parents' house, um, and so he like shows up like just on on his longboard and um he was like kind of bloody like i'm pretty sure he fell on the way over oh no like his arm was kind of bloody i mean it wasn't like gruesome or anything but i mean yeah. like he was kind of scraped up whatever he uh he he was just kind of weird we got super weird vibes from him he you know auditioned it, it wasn't anything bad it was nothing crazy though so 
we were like, probably, we're, we're not going to go with this dude. And then he, he left and, like, I remember, I don't know why he told us this, but he was like, all right, dudes, like, uh, see you guys later. I'm going to go get a baguette. Like, <laughs> and, then, and, then he just, and then he just, like, skated away and went to go get his baguette. I'd be like, dude, you should band aid. How about that? <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was... Uh, that was super weird. I don't know why. I, that Imagine was, that, that being like, out. like, like think of it as like a job interview. Cause it's pretty much that, right? right. Like showing up one on a longboard, like, you know, minus 20 points already. Um, <laughs> your, <laughs> your, your elbow's bleeding. So I'm going to guess you're probably not that coordinated or you just, you know, can't watch out for pebbles. So minus another 10 points off there. Um, you know, clean yourself up before you walk in the house, please. He, he Even when he was in the house, like he didn't even ask to use the bathroom to like address the situation. Like he was just. Let's go, guys. Yeah. He committed. Maybe he was just in the zone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He was, like, like, he was uh, a nice dude. It was just like a really strange interaction. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. That's the baguette punchline, man. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna go get. I was it. sitting back the whole time waiting for it. I was like, and then the baguette. <laughs> he's probably like, yo, that, that went so well. <laughs> <laughs> Best baguette he's ever had in his life. Yeah, yeah. He was like, well, I saw they had some bread in their house, so I'm gonna gonna try to like build some rapport with them. Like, hey guys, I'm gonna get some bread too because I, I see you guys you enjoy bread. Yeah, same. So yeah. sick. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> Crazy. Super, yeah, Crisis is weird. Yeah, Crisis is super weird. But I mean, you know, we got the best out of the bunch, so we're pretty, pretty. Stuck. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad to hear that worked out, and like, you didn't have to. You know, hopefully, you didn't have to sort through. You know, like tens of you know people trying to audition. Some people just kind of you know maybe be a little bit underqualified versus others. <laughs> I think Blake was like five or six. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a lot. That's it's still it's a awesome. Lot. Yeah, the, the the five really paved the way for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, uh, some of them were decent, so I mean, it's not like you know we settled or anything. Yeah, it just it just clicked. Like one big thing was like it was the personalities. Like it clicked. I'm pretty sure we played Smash for like an hour and a half before we even started playing music. <laughs> it was sick. It was it was a good time, and you all had like the modded version too. You had what was it yeah. called? Project M. Yeah, yeah, Project M. And at the time, I didn't know what that was. I was like, whoa, all these custom costumes. And I was like, these guys are cool as hell. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's like step one of the interview. You don't know it's the interview, but it it started the second you walked through that door. First question, (laughs) who do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dope. It was a good time. And, like, I remember the game was close. That's what makes it more fun, you know. Everyone was, like, evenly matched, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you select like Kirby or Bowser, you're sus. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Both be. I mean, Kirby's a pretty decent choice. I'll I'll admit it. I just don't know how to use the powers correctly. <laughs> Kirby's Kirby's hard because like, you know, similarly similarly to like Jigglypuff too. Like it's it's really hard to like move as quickly as you need to against other, like, certain Yeah, you just kind of fold up. Characters. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it definitely is a learning curve. I could never use Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I've tried, and I'm just like, this, I might as well be just a pillow. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, actually, going back to the Craigslist thing, it's funny. I actually I met um, one of my other bands from Craigslist, and so we're still running, I think, about two years now. Um, so luckily that worked out, but I did. It, I was on the other half of that where I did audition at a few bands too. But the thing was, every time I went to audition, I was always the youngest person in the room, and I think they thought I was a complete other fucking idiot. <laughs> I walked in and I was like, wow, that audition went great. Like, I learned their songs in a week. I got down there, like, didn't miss a note. And then I'm just like, what the fuck? And every time it was something like, there's always some excuse, I guess, or like some reason why I was like, why didn't you tell me this in the first place? Because I wouldn't have auditioned. Like, I think the first one was, I go in and the guy goes, yeah, I just think, I don't know, th- you might be a little bored by the song, so I think we're going to look for somebody else. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like, it's not your, that's your choice. Yeah. That's I was like, this is the dumbest email I've ever gotten in my life. Thank oh, you, God, you didn't even tell you that in person? He emailed that to you? Oh, yeah, it was like, yeah, I think, you know, it's a little slow for you. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It was like some, like, um, kind of shoegaze like gothy sort of thing i'm i'm more like punk i like upbeat i like fast um but my other story uh was um i go in you know i auditioned for this band they're pretty sick i I like their sound and i was like it would be nice to you know join these guys so i auditioned and as i'm walking out with the guy out of like the, the uh practice studio He's like, hey, just to give you a heads up, we are having our friend come in later today to audition, too. And I'm like, well, when you just said friend, I know I'm not getting this. Right. That's like one on one. Come on, dude. Right. Yeah. Would you rather have your your homeboy who, you know, can, you know, play bass or me, a stranger you just met off of Craigslist and have spoken to for 30 minutes? <laughs> right. Right. I was just like, damn, man, like, do you guys think this through? So <laughs> that's why I'm like, now that we're trying to audition people and it sounds like you guys were doing that too, you guys have like a whole sort of process set up for it. It's organized. It's it's deliberate. Everything like makes sense in, in terms of that. And so I was like, yeah, let's do a phone interview. Then we can have you come in, do the drums, all that stuff. So I I feel your pain in trying to fucking find somebody because it's, it's hard, man. It is. It's rough. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Absolutely. <laughs> so let me let me turn it back over to you guys. Um, beyond music, you know, are there any hobbies that you guys have that or special talents that you think uh, people listening would be interested in hearing or shocked to hear? Shocked to hear. <laughs> uh, I guess we could speak for other members who aren't here right now. Uh, Adrian is a phenomenal cook. Really? Absolutely. So good. Do you guys do like band dinner nights and stuff? Oh, we wish, man. We, I wish. We can't do anything right now because of COVID. Uh, yeah. I absolutely wish. I mean, we've been doing the barbecue, though, like pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID, he, he threw some gnarly barbecues, man. Yeah, so like that was cool. We, we would do that for sure. Um, Oren is like, Oren works in IT, so he's like really good with like computers and and stuff so that's that's pretty cool as well that's sweet that reminds me of uh avery he's our guitarist he's like a certified like apple specialist so whenever i have anything go wrong with my phone i go like hey avery uh 
would you mind just like taking a look at this real quick? I know you usually get paid for this, but uh, you know, help me out. He's a genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually, genius, man. Yeah, he works at like an Apple supplier. It's not like an Apple store. So he, when he told, I just thought he like fixed iPhones. He's like, yeah, I install security cameras at people's houses and stuff. He was at a uh, Kevin Bacon's like house somewhere <laughs> installing Kevin Bacon's like security cameras. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. He just entered the like, 32 Degrees game with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are one step closer now. Congratulations. Yeah, one step closer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so tell me, was like, was he a dick? Like, you know, I, I, like I, I can't get a read on Kevin Bacon. I don't know enough about him. He's like, nah, he was so cool. I was like, all right, well, uh, you know, tell him you're in a band. Uh, tell him to make us famous. And I, I think we're all set here. <laughs> Gotta shoot your shots, man. Yeah. So yeah. what about you guys? What are your talents? You didn't go over it. Go ahead, Blake. All right, all right, fine. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go on the line. Uh no, so like I do uh video editing and animation and uh filming a little bit. I create content for the White Sox, which is cool. No way. Yeah, uh which is cool. Yeah. I've been able to like translate those skills to help out the band, which is like wonderful. Yeah, I was gonna ask, uh have you have you had like a, a firm hand in doing like the music videos and all that stuff? Yeah, it was cool. So for barricades, uh, a buddy of mine shot it and then I edited it or, and then, you know, formulated the plan with everybody else. So I did that. And then we had like a documentary series that I did. So it's been sweet to kind of I just like yeah. use those skill sets for the band and create content online, especially like now. That is so important because you could pay out the ass for that. Yeah, you know, it's valuable. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, you know, when bands have in house graphic designers, you know, video editors, all that stuff, it saves you so much time. It saves you so much money. And you're like actively involved in the process. You can leave your imprint on it. So I think that's super cool. Yeah, that was like the best part of it all. Like being able to be like, all right, guys, like we have control over it. So, like, let's do it the way how we wanted to do it. So yeah. And it goes beyond a hobby. Like this is your day to day, you know, 40 plus hours a week. Like, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Eat, sleep and breathe Adobe, man. <laughs> yeah. So Brompton, what about you? What are your, what are your hobbies outside of music? Uh, I mean, most of the time it's pretty much just music and video games. I guess Orin and I are also car guys too. So, Yo, that's low key huge though. That's like those. There's been numerous times where Brompton and Orn have fixed the van on the road. <laughs> yeah. like, one of those things where like me and Adrian are always like, "Yo, we couldn't do this shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, so have you ever like had to pull off to the side and you're just like, "Oh, guys, it's easy. Let's just go to the nearest auto zone. We'll get a part. I'll throw it on." Actually, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> oh, it's nice. There have been times where we, we like had to rewire the trailer lights. We had to like cut off like a like a section of our muffler that was like hanging down, and we've had, we've had like exhaust hangers. Straight pipe like, it. <laughs> we've had like exhaust hangers like go out, and like we've had to just kind of you know wire hanger fix them. Um, we had the time where like. That one, it's like cylinder three in the engine. Like the there's like a leak in our head gasket, so like oil was filling where like the spark plug was. So we had to like drain that yeah. out of there. 
it, none of this is like it's. It probably sounds more technically exciting than it was. It's. It really wasn't anything crazy, but I mean, it, it was useful that we were like used to working on our own cars and stuff, so we were able to apply it in these situations where you know this is like a tour ender if we can't get this figured out so that was yeah, wow. i mean it, it was nice it was nice it, it's That's like the like, action adventure man like in-house content creator in-house mechanics man holy <laughs> shit like yeah you get good we're not that good at being mechanics it's what everything you've said to me is just like science man i'm the worst <laughs> car guy ever so and it's crazy because like you hear the the band cliches of vans breaking down and we've had a handful of that but ha- so having Brompton and Oren has been uh, has been tight for sure. Yeah, and usually like it's the case like if you have van troubles, it's just like a group of guys who know how to play bar chords. You don't know like you know <laughs> mechanics like for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of dudes. They're like fuck. Like I I gotta get outside and like I don't know get under the car in my vans. Like what is oh, this? It's, it's, still, it's still like that. I, I promise you. But we do keep a jack and like a two hundred piece like, like, uh, like ratchet set and some cardboard in the va- in the back of the van so that we can just like hop under there if we need to. That's Which, smart, like, man. Pro tip: That's like get a real jack. That's super important. Like yeah. carry a real jack on you at all times. They're like one hundred and fifty dollars for like an okay one that you know will get the job done, and like it's super important. Yeah, and it won't slip and land on you, too. So (laughs) It's a great pro tip, man. Yeah, man. So what what noble steed are you guys riding in to shows? (laughs) Uh, We've got a a 97 uh, Ford E250. That's fucking rad. (laughs) We bought it for nothing. We we bought it for, like, nothing. It's lasted (laughs) us five years now. Um, We love it. We love it. And it's crazy. One time it, it broke down in West Virginia, right? Was it West Virginia? No, it was at the first Love Fest. So Got it, was, it. It was in North Carolina. Well, there was the one time where like we had we had to get it shipped back to yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was a rough one. <laughs> we, we couldn't. This was the time where Orin and I just couldn't handle it. And, uh. We had to we had to take all of our important things. We had to rent like a little SUV, and then pack all of us our personal belongings, and then our we chose like our most irreplaceable gear. So like we left our cabs, we took our heads and our guitars, and Adrian took his snare, his cymbals, and his kick pedals, and we had to leave everything else in the van. We left the keys with the rental car place. We had to like set up like a car shipping service to ship the van back to us at home three weeks later and um it worked out nothing was missing it got there on time it was it just it worked i have no idea how but it worked out yeah i I didn't even know the concept of like shipping a van was like yeah with the cars (laughs) yeah it was i was like that's insane dude i forgot that even happened honestly We, we were lucky enough that it happened like in of like a populated area for and sure it was one of those things where it was like dude we can't risk getting stuck in the mountains on the side of the road no you know no. because then we're not going to be able to do what we need to do to get home um and then we all had work like we it was like a 15 hour <laughs> drive home yeah and we all had work like it was like a saturday and we all had work on monday 
So we had to wait oh. until we had to wait until Sunday and handle the situation on Sunday. And then we left at like 3 p.m. on Sunday, and we didn't get home until like 4:30 in the morning on Monday. And then we all went to work. Then we all went to work. <laughs> You're Rock just stars, like, man. nobody talked to me. I'm going to just house coffee all day. Uh, I just had the worst and best weekend ever. So <laughs> yes. nailed it. Worst and best weekend ever. Yeah, like I remember uh, I'm I'm very young to like the whole touring game. And I'm, I apologize to anybody listening because I've, I've kind of told these stories a lot on here. But um, like my first time going on like a weekender, we went to um, – Went to Philadelphia and then Long Island. And like in Philly, I legit did the whole sleep on a hardwood floor. My backpack was my pillow. I I just like had my arms in my shirt like this, like just sleeping. I had a, I had a t-shirt under me just to keep some buffer Dude, between me and the floor. You gotta, you gotta get a sleeping bag. They're like 15 bucks at Walmart, man. Well, well so this was the thing. I lived in, um, in Jersey City uh, at the time because that's, you know, how I got to work in New York. And um, so the band picked me up in Jersey on the way down to Philly. And I was just like, we're uh, guys, I have an apartment. Like we're more than welcome to come back up to Jersey that night and then go to Long Island. We'll have a place to stay. We got food. I got beers in the fridge, all that stuff, the whole nine yards. Uh, And then we're like, uh, then, you know, whoever was driving that night was like, well, it's getting a little late. You know, Jersey's like. An hour and a half, two hours away. Oh, that's, that's the mistake one-on-one right there. I had nothing. When I tell you I brought nothing for this, I didn't have a toothbrush or a hair comb or fucking anything. No food. And I was just like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like the next, uh, you know, that following Monday, because we did the Saturday-Sunday, um, I got, like, dropped off, you know, like that night at God knows what time, like 1, 1 a.m. or whatever. And I'm just like... My neck hurts. My arms hurt from carrying all this shit around. And then, but like, I'm sitting back at my desk at work and the next day I'm like, I would do that shit all over again. Like, no, no lie. Yeah. Yeah. And of course I got sick after that because I didn't know how to manage myself. I was just drinking and staying up to like 3 a.m. both those nights. So yeah, rookie mistake too. You I think I got. Sure, you gotta make sure you get your vitamin C intake, man. Oh, <laughs> I didn't have my vitamins with me. We didn't stop in my apartment, so <laughs> that's real true. I, I mean, I always like take like vitamins on the road, and then like that's smart. If it's like a longer run, like I start kind of just taking emergency. Yes, you know, and it's one of those things where like no matter how clean we try and be, we're five dudes living in a van. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, there's it's no, like the smallest dorm room ever. Yeah. It's funny, though, because, like, well, normally, like, we have friends, a decent amount of friends, like, all over the place. So, we're, we're super lucky to have people who are, you know, willing to let us, like, stay with them. Even if it's, like, just yeah. we weren't in their city, we didn't get to see them, but, like, we're driving through where they are. They'll just let us pop, roll through at, like, two o'clock in the morning and sleep for a few hours. And, like, it's, it's invaluable. Like those people are the real MVPs, but um, yeah, I mean, someone still has to sleep in the van because (laughs) all your gear and stuff in the van, you got to make sure that it's good. So normally that ends up being me and Blake. Uh I should have done that that night. I should have been like, guys, I will volunteer 
myself to go sleep out in the van to protect the equipment. Meanwhile, they're all sleeping on like a wood floor. <laughs> no, we've been there for we've sure. Been there. Like, been no, there. we'll sleep in the van this time. Yeah, don't yeah. worry. Yeah, <laughs> guys. I know I did it last time, but I'll do it again. It's totally cool. Right. <laughs> I'm not a big guy. Like, I could fit. You know, we had a, probably I think a Chevy Tahoe was what we were riding in with the trailer on the back. So, uh, that would have been nice, actually. Much, much better, and I wouldn't have had back problems for another week. <laughs> but we yeah. were, yeah, we, we were packed like sardines. It was uh, us and our friends in Real Talk, which is a band from... I guess you could say like New England, they're Vermont and Maine and all that, but we're really good buddies with them. Um, so, you know, no better roommates to spend the night with. But it was like myself, then facing another way was uh, our guitarist, then facing another way was our drummer. And then one guy was sleeping on the uh, the Lazy Boy. And then they were all like packed in like a Jenga kind of formation somewhere. Like to yeah. Mac- somebody slept on the dog bed. <laughs> oh, you love a good dog bed, Sash, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, wherever you can, you know, wherever you can stop and lay your head. Yeah, exactly. but uh, Absolutely. I, I got I got my first taste of that, and I was like, this is awesome. But unfortunately, that was in January, so we didn't have a lot more opportunities to do that. But I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully, like, when shows come back, uh, you know, like, weekenders are just kind of, I feel like it's the lifeblood of, like, you know, bands, at least at where, where we're at right now, where maybe there's not enough demand to do a full tour. But, you know, it just gives you that hope, like, during the workday, like, look, I can pursue something that I really love this weekend if I just get through this week. Like, that's all. You got to try and do, like, a weekender every month or every other month. That's, like... That's the shit. That's the move, man. And then you slowly, you just kind of have to get used to the, well, we're going to hit states that are further away. Yeah. So we're going to drive far out on Thursday night. We're going to hit somewhere on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and then drive back over Sunday night. Like, you drive as far away as possible and then work <laughs> back. And that's the move yeah. right there. You that's know what the- I was doing? Uh, before everything shut down, and this may have been, like, February or something, I had this, the cleanest, sleekest plan for, like, a nice little tour oh. for, like, a week. It was, like, so that every night we were stopping somewhere and we didn't have to do, like, a blind drive from one spot to, like, home. And I was just like, guys, this is it. This is it. This is going to do it for us. And it then never, it never works. one month later. <laughs> yeah. It's too good to be true, man. I know. I know. It wasn't meant to be at the time, I think. But, uh, you know, one, one of these days, one of these days. So for sure, man. Um, we are getting close on time. So I did want to make sure I left uh, time for a few of our last questions that we do with every guest. And so one of those is, um, you know, what are some bands that you guys want to call out who you've been listening to recently? bands you think more people should know about and uh i don't know if you guys are big drinkers but we do have a, then a beer of the week and you guys can just shout out a beer you like whatnot but um i just yes. want to give you a quick antidote about a- anecdote not antidote anecdote about um you know this band shout out part and so brompton more than probably two times like it's maybe been two or three times somebody has shouted out will met people <laughs> People love your band. People love your band, man. I think it was, uh, you know, it was, I think Tyler from When the Sun Sets called it out. Tight. And mm, I don't want to misspeak on that, on this. It may have been Jeff from I Call Fives, possibly. Oh, okay. Sick. Love those guys. Sick. All right. 
I could be talking out the ass. It was it was within the last three episodes. So it was either in case we crash, which are dope dudes from Ontario, Jeff Todd from I Call Fives, or um, maybe it was uh, no, was it Jacques Lamore? He he has the pop punk and pizza pie. Yeah, it could have been it could have been him as well. Or maybe say say what you will. I don't know if you know those guys too. But somebody like somebody shouted out, and I was like, oh my god, like. Everybody loves these guys. I and I totally get it too. And I'm like, I'm glad a lot of people know about this band. But yeah, just a just a funny little story. So I'll I'll, I'll give this time back to you guys. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of bands that we could probably shout out. Everybody should listen to Honey Creek from Milwaukee. Oh yeah, uh, those are our homies. We were on that weekend run a year ago with them, and. Uh, I mean that you know, great it's a, time. It's a classic weekend we'll be talking about forever, man. Oh yeah. Um, like like TK Tiny Kingdoms. Tiny Kingdoms for sure. They're a band from Chicago, and like we each both had our first shows together. You know, oh, no way. And we've been friends with them forever. Yeah, uh, Blake and Blake and their vocalist Nico used to be in a band together back in the day, and then. Their new bands play. Their new bands like us and Tiny Kingdoms played the, like their first show together, which was just kind of crazy. It was. So that was awesome. Love those That's guys. Such a cool little connection. I feel like you guys are forever going to be friends now. Oh yeah, us and TK were like day, we always say they're day ones. Day ones. For yeah, sure. day ones. Love day those one guys. Uh, four stars. Fluorescence. <laughs> Who else, man? There's so, it's, 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 it's such a crazy question. People out, you know? like, you, and you briefly mentioned like how was the scene in Chicago? I mean, like it's booming. It's yeah. insane. There's yeah, so many guys, bands, you know. You guys have something special out there. It's it's crazy. So to like just ask us to like reference anyone, <laughs> like, well, we got a laundry list, man. You know what I mean? How much time you got? <laughs> you know what I should do in like in like hub cities like yours? I should sh- kind of be like, all right, name half the people you think. But yeah, so many homies, but yeah, I, I will say like tiny kingdoms for sure. Love those dudes. They've been putting in the work and they're our friends. So love them and knockout Very kid. Cool. Cause Brompton knockout won't say kid. it's his bad yeah. too, but knockout kid, man. Dude, love I was, guys. I was so hyped that you were, uh, you were in that bit. I didn't even know. And, uh, I was bumping you guys. It was sometime earlier this year. And I, I sent the, in my group chat to the band, I was like, have you guys heard this? Like, I'm a huge Easy Core fan, and I was like an, I was an idiot in terms of like music genres a few years ago. Didn't even know the Easy Core like existed. I was like, it's pop punk. But then, like, obviously, it like it is just yeah, you know, heavy pop punk. So you know, it's just a label. Which is how you guys describe yourselves. Which I love that. I love that. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I was like, you know, I'm a. I was when, when I first heard, for example, Rise or Die Trying. I was in love. And so like hearing stuff like that, the chugs alongside these catchy ass hooks and, and, uh, choruses love that stuff. So, uh, yeah, knockout kid was, you know, obviously a no brainer for that. But you know, when, when I started getting into you guys a few months ago, I was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Like, Oh yeah. It's, it's good. It's back. You know, that's awesome, man. Appreciate that. Blake has known, Knockout Kids since before I was even in Knockout Kid. Which I've known Knockout Kid forever. It's weird. It's just weird and just like everybody's like intertwined. And... Yeah, I'm slowly learning that too. Like I'm just like, 
oh my god like you know them and they're like yeah like it's i don't know it's pretty common well, <laughs> like, yeah, even earlier you're like oh yeah i had gage on from split like well yeah we know gage <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you literally played at the venue that he owned yeah yeah he let us crash at his house one time yeah, we awesome. stayed at his house we you know played his venue it's a great dude right there yeah he's awesome they're uh they have some new stuff i think coming out soon very soon yeah maybe no. this friday I, I believe it's the 19th. Okay. So I guess that's next week from now, but this episode's going to be in the future. So the future. Uh, whatever the math is. <laughs> there. The future, man. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. To my future self, I hope you do. Oh. Whoa, yeah, that? yeah. Live live long and, and prosper or whatever yeah, they man. say. <laughs> so, all right. The, the final last burning question is uh, what is your beer of the week? Beer of the week? Should, should we go hams on this one? Oh, it's a good one. I think we should go hams. 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 Yes. Now, what is that? Hams is like a, get a 30 rack for like 13 <laughs> bucks. Wow. Get it's a go-to action adventure staple for sure. Yeah, it's, we always really? get hams. Yeah, it was cool. We did a, a studio update once and featured hams, like a shot of the hams. And there, they actually like commented on our Instagram. No, no way. And we were all like, "Yo, fucking Hams hit us up!" You know, it was like a big deal. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. we've been trying to manifest that with Rolling Rock, but we're so bad at like sticking with one brand. Like, it, it's <laughs> never gonna happen. Like, for, it will never happen. For us, it's definitely it's like Hams or or Silver Bullets. We we fuck with Coors Light for sure. Yo, uh, Natty Bow. Oh, Natty Bow. Yes. Natty Bow, man. What is that? It's National Bohemian. We don't have it by us because it's like more of a Maryland thing. But like, we love that beer. And I know it's like a shit beer, but like, we (laughs) fucking love that beer. I love it because like, when we played at the venue... Up, up there like we kept asking for that the bartender was like dumbfounded he's like why are you guys ordering this this yeah yeah i imagine it's like the keystone light of that place but we were like no we fucking love it man hook us up you know it was like funny like the look on the bartender's face was like okay you know he's like i guess i'll go dust that you know like 12 rack right. out <laughs> in the back yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. it might be expired, but, I mean, if you guys want it, <laughs> it's yours. Hell yeah. yeah. We're, we try, we're... Whenever we go east, we try and get, uh, what else do we get? Damn uh, it. What, what does everybody always have us bring back, Blake? Oh, uh, I mean, oh, jeez, I forgot. Yingling? 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 Yeah. Really? Oh, man. Because that's, like, an Ohio. Out of here, so, like. Yeah. Oh, no way. It, it's funny, because. Just to me, that's like everywhere here. But it, oh, yeah. it's so crazy how like those beers are regional. When we think of it as like just you know, I think of that as like oh, it's you know Bud Light. It's like everywhere, right? But it's not, I guess. Uh, if you want like, what's our favorite Chicago beer? I would say that like me and Manny and Adrian were like old style boys. Mm, fuck yeah. Okay. Like like we, yeah, we all fuck with old style. It's yeah. definitely like a Chicago again shit beer. But like it's our shit beer, you know. It's our yeah. shit beer. <laughs> so it's you got, old style. I've gotten a few, uh, just at least from like the Midwest. I think it might be out of Wisconsin, but like spotted, spotted cow. cow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. Like, oh, we're going over the border. Bring back spotted cow. <laughs> no way. You said Wisconsin. I knew you were going to say spotted cow. Right, really? Right. Yeah. Is it that yeah. popular? That's yeah. like the was. Yeah, that's the one. 
everyone brings back. A lot of people, I think we've probably had that mentioned as many times as Will Met's been mentioned on here. So, Will Met and Spotted Cow, for sure. I mean, that's good yeah, company. Yeah. Yeah, what a great pairing. I know. I, I That's a match made in heaven. I like it. Hell yeah. Well, guys, uh, that was, yeah, I think that was it for my questions. I absolutely appreciate you guys coming on. And uh, it was great to, you know, hear the voices behind the amazing music that is Action Adventure. And, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, whatever may be in the future for you is the same amount of success that you're having, if not more. And uh, God damn, I hope you guys get to make it out here on the East Coast sometime soon. And we can see you at a show. Man, I would. I just, I just want to play a show again, man. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, just swapping horror stories, those are also, like, the best stories. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I miss, right. I miss you know, sleeping on, you know, small floors and being cold. and shit. Like, it's weird how we've romanticized that, but that's where we're at. And we hope to see everyone soon. We're six yeah. months away from a year with no shows for us. And it's, it's uh, I feel every, I feel every moment of it now. It's really getting, it's getting tough. So hopefully everybody can wear their fucking masks mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we can kick this shit to the curb. I know. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully as they're, as people are being optimistic about like maybe some small things during the summer or whatnot. I'm holding out hope, but, uh, you know, I really hope, uh, when touring comes up, we can see you guys over here. Maybe we can connect somehow. You know, if we we make our way out there, we've we've promised a lot of Chicago bands that we'll stop by. So we got to do it. I've never been to Chicago, so we got to do it. We'll be here, Matt. It's like New York, but like a tiny bit smaller and way cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> so I like it already. Beautiful, beautiful. I like it already. All right, guys. Well, you have a good night. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll connect with you guys after this on uh, social media. We'll stay in contact. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.